Ashley Blaker is with us live via telephone, I believe all the way from the UK, if I'm not mistaken. He's the internationally acclaimed stand-up comedian, star of a couple of amazing off-Broadway shows. We had the pleasure of being front row for one of his Broadway shows just before COVID. Great performance. He's got a brand new series on BBC Radio 4. It's called Ashley Blaker. I don't know if it's 6.5 children or in the vernacular they say 6.5 children, but we're going to find out. Ashley Blaker, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Oh, wonderful to be here. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to be here, actually, because you know what? I've come down to the studio several times, as you know. Sure. uh, And it's like 7.30, and I'm living on the Upper East Side, and I have to get up really early to come down. And this is brilliant. I get to speak to you. It's half past 12 in the afternoon. I haven't had to get up early. This is fabulous. We must do this more often. <laughs> what's, what's happening in your part of the world? Are the kosher restaurants open? Are people around and about? Or are people completely isolated the way they were for months in the UK? No, kosher restaurants are... I love that. That's... What a Jew we what Jews we are. The first we don't want to know of people dying, of people in hospital. A kosher restaurant's open. Obviously. What are we gonna eat? What's, That's what we want to know. What's more important That's than the pizza shops? <laughs> exactly. The kosher restaurants have reopened, the sushi is being made. The only trouble is I'm I'm worried about the kosher restaurants because post COVID they said like they're phasing out cash. They don't want people using cash, they want people to use credit cards. Right. Now, that is a major dilemma for kosher restaurants, being told you can't take cash. That's like, do we want to reopen? Do we not want to reopen? Some of the restaurants were founded on the principle that it'll operate only with cash. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was going to say, there's like, well, they, they've got credit card machines that have never worked. So, yes, there you go. Life is slowly returning. I'm hoping to... International travel, not quite yet. So I'm I'm on the phone and not in person. But uh, yeah. at some point, we'll do that as well. I wonder the next time you'll be in the United States. I'll tell you, this thing is dragging I, on. I hope after. This, yeah, I this, hope maybe after Sukkot. This, we'll this thing is dragging on a little too uh, a little too long for most of us. It's just enough already, especially for those of us. And I I I got to be careful the way I say this because I was just in Israel a couple of times. But still, even I. Uh, you know, would like to see open skies and regular travel to the Holy Land, and all that, of course, is a great concern. I, I can, I said to uh, my listeners earlier in the show that, I mean, obviously, the month of Adar is the one where we, you know, really step up the comedic angle of Jewish life. But I, I think there, I think this time of year is also sort of made for you as well, for uh, you brilliant comedians. Am I right that Shabbos Nachamu has a certain comical vibe to it? Uh, every Shabbos has a comical vibe for me. Uh, but why Why particularly Shabbos Nachamu? Why? I don't like, know. I always feel... Dad, so now we're allowed to be happy? Or what? I, I always feel coming out of the nine days and people let loose with normally without COVID with big concerts and events and uh, and people start going on vacation for a week or two before the month of El. I don't know. I just seem it's a little... I, it, to me, it seems a little bit more of a lighthearted part of the calendar. Let's put it that way. Oh no, that's that's for sure. Definitely lighthearted. I mean, I did. I used to do some of those. Um, you know, like everyone. I'm sure they still are this year. But uh, the, going up to like the colonies and sure. up in the yeah. um, like upstate. So I've done those and Shabbos yeah. Nachamu. And you've done you've done the bungalows. You're 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 an official. Uh, you're an official international artist since you've done the bungalow colonies. Ashley Blaker's with us. All right, before we talk about your series. 
uh, which of course we'll get to. I need your comment about a couple of things. First of all, growing up on that side of the world, were you aware of the impact that Jackie Mason made on the world of comedy in the United States? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How Jewish is this? My uncle was his accountant. Oh, my That's gosh. Very Jewish. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we, we love Jackie Mason. You know, he did the Royal Variety. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's such a, an icon. Um, it's and, fu- uh, it, yes, it, it's funny be- because your format, which often, of course, you know, discusses the interesting things about our community, sometimes juxtaposed with the interesting things in other communities, that that was really not not that I'm suggesting that one borrowed from the other, but I'm saying you could appreciate his style uh, tremendously because a lot of his act was comparing cultures and societies and where the whole Jewish angle fits in. Uh, yeah, I suppose his thing. Look, his thing. He he, he look. He was first there to, to to the first person probably to really talk certainly in front of a mainstream audience right. to talk about the difference between Jews and Gentiles right. and Judas. I actually, I was talking to someone recently, though, funnily enough, uh, about two, three weeks ago, I was saying that one of his most famous routines that I always think when people say about Jack Mason, he says, a Jew, a Gentile likes to drink, a right. Jew likes to eat. Right. That, was, that's it. that always seems to be basically the entire, the entire uh, if you had to kind of boil his act down to one right. sentence, it's a Jew eats a Gentile drink. Correct. But you know what? I think, but I think we can we can outdrink the the non Jews as well. What there is no other culture in the world, right, that would have a kiddish, which is basically drinking in the morning on an empty <laughs> stomach. And not only that, we actually want some people. It's it's like I can't wait till eleven o'clock. I'm having to go to a Hastara club. So I can drink even earlier. Yeah, with the Kiddish so, Club, right? I don't know. I think Jackie Jackie Mason hadn't thought of that. We, I think we can we can drink as well if we like food more. He may have completely re- misrepresented us. Unbelievable. Ashley Blaker is with us live via telephone uh, from the UK. What do you make of this whole Ben and Jerry's thing? I mean, I don't even know if they're talking about it in your country. Yeah, the people were talking about it. I saw quite a lot of people. I saw a lot of people. Uh, tweeting and posting on Facebook. They weren't going to eat Ben and Jerry's anymore. And I was thinking, wow, they ate Hull of Stan. Wow, they've gone down in my estimation. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I think of it. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at that thinking, wow, I'm, I'm making a list here. Yeah, you never realized that you had friends in that category, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, wow, I thought, you were, I thought you were from you. Now you're telling me you were having Ben and Jerry's? What was going on? What else was going on? You're telling me you, you're going to be telling me next year your meat wasn't uh, Kadassia. What's going on? Uh, we thought you were a real Jew. What's going on is right. All right. Um, so, of course, because uh, Ashley Blaker cannot possibly be in a situation that he does not develop some type of comedy routine about, um, it, it seems that your latest series picked up by the BBC, and I don't know how it works in in in, in uh, the UK, but I'm assuming that uh, uh, you know uh, radio series are common. I don't know. You could tell us how that works, just in terms of the logistics. Um, but you you developed for them a special uh, a special uh, series entitled Ashley Blaker Six Point Five Children. Tell us about this. So, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, so firstly, I should preface this by saying it's a really interesting cultural difference. I, I was talking to, doing an interview with an American thing the other day, and I was saying that in America, there's no history of, like, 
radio to TV and right. the relationship in terms of comedy. Right. In the UK, like half of our greatest TV shows started on radio. That's like the route you take. It's like, you know, it's a weird thing to kind of convey. Like imagine Seinfeld or right. Friends or Cheers or whatever started on radio and then they moved over. Right. Remember, in American history, it was identical to the way you just described it. It just ended here really, really early compared to what you're going through over there. Right. Ah, okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, so when I used to perform for first started performing for non-Jewish audiences and talking about my life and, and Judaism and different stuff, I would mention like in passing, just like a brief mention, oh, I had six children. And whereas with performing for Jews and particularly performing for from Jews, no one would bat an eyelid. In fact, people would say, oh, only six. Uh, performing for non-Jews, people would go, what? like, what? Sick? Did I hear that right? Six children. And it struck me that that was just an interesting thing to talk about. So I wanted to do a show about my family life, about having parenting more in children than probably you're meant to have set up in the world. The world isn't really set up for larger families. Right. Uh, but then as I wrote it, as I started writing it, what I found actually even more interesting was the fact that we, uh, for example, we have three children with special needs. We have two children who are autistic. We have an adopted child with Down syndrome. I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about adoption itself just as a process and, and what it's like bringing an extra child to your family who wasn't uh, your biologically yours. And then I also wanted to talk a lot about, and there's an entire episode devoted to parenting during coronavirus because obviously the children are at home. We were homeschooling, all of that kind of fun so more than enough to fill a whole series, and it's it's been it's, we're three episodes in already. They're all online, available all over the world. So uh, no, um, you don't have to right. be only in the UK. Uh, they're all on the BBC, and they were the number one stand-up show on the BBC Sounds website. And yeah, they, they've been really well received. But I'd love people to hear them and let me know what they think. You've just described to us, and, and I, I don't know, you know, I don't want to make too big of a deal because I don't know if you make too big of a deal of it, but you just described to this audience, um, you know, a, a lot of very, um, how do I put this, different or serious family situations. Like, you, you have a lot of stuff going on. Let's put it that way. Would that be accurate? Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, one of the things I'm really pleased with this show, and, and oh, well, certainly I, I'm pleased when people tell me uh, I've achieved it, certainly something I was aiming for, was to deal with serious issues, yeah. adoption, raising special needs children, yeah. things like that, uh, but with, a, with, with comedy, and, and I hope they're just as funny as anything else I've done, if not funnier, uh, but still talk about serious stuff. So I really hope people enjoy them. Uh, and get a, get something out of them. And it actually has been really gratifying. Uh, the episode that went out last week is called The Special Ones, and it's about raising... It's, actually, it's basically, I go through the five things that parents with special needs children would like you to know about us and our children. And I've had so many messages from people saying that they could really relate to this, that this was their experience, that they felt... I was very nervous that people would yeah. say, oh, no, that's not my experience at all. But, because, uh, you know, you can't be a spokesman for everyone you can't you can only talk about your own experiences but i've been really grateful that and pleased that people have told me this was their experiences as well wow and i do want to remind everybody that at times when it's not covid 
you spend months at a time outside of the UK, so you must be married to an angel. When you listen to this show, you'll know why. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Listen to the show, and then you'll know why. You'll go, oh, oh I, I, actually, I actually, I actually, I actually, I actually heard like half of the first episode. I think what you're alluding to is that it's better for your family if you're out of town, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's better for all of us. <laughs> it's better for yeah. Uh, so no, I mean, look, the life of a touring comedian as well is exactly is not it's not easy. But yes, it's been a, a, a slight change the last yay many months, sixteen, yeah. seventeen months. Because yes, you're right. I remember obviously I was doing the show at the Soho Playhouse, sure, uh, which closed just before right. just before it all kicked off, right. and uh, I could see that what was happening and. And I came back, and my lease was up anyway. It was a good time to come back. And, uh, yeah, it, and I've barely moved since. Yeah, God said I'm going to send the pandemic, but not till Ashley's show is over. I'm not going to interrupt that run. I mean, come exactly. on. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, Ashley Blaker is with us, everybody. You can go to his website, ashleyblaker.com, ashleyblaker.com, and all the information about all of his stuff is up there, including the brand-new series, which is now on BBC Radio 4. It's called Ashley Blaker 6.5 children you could also uh, sign up for his email updates uh right there on the homepage at ashleyblaker.com I- i'm sure i brought this up with you on prior occasions likely when you were in our studio you know we have a certain impression i think the community in general especially the israel loving community has a certain impression of bbc um i, I think you've basically have tried uh, and i think successfully to debunk the myth that they, you know, they don't want to be associated with anything, anything Jewish. I mean, just your story itself uh, tells us that that's, you know, uh, that's likely the case. That they have, you know, no interest in censoring or not having to deal with uh, Jewish topics. Yet, to us, because of the reputation that the BBC has in terms of its coverage of Israel, to us, to many of us, it's a surprise that they pick up a show like yours, which concentrates on life as an Orthodox Jew. How would you respond? Well, well, firstly, that's that's. BBC News. So you're talking about specifically news there. That's right. a, a you know a, a news based um, story you're talking about, and and it is the, the belief of some that BBC News doesn't cover Israel that favourably. Right. I should tell you, and it's like all these things. So the num- I'm I'm absolutely sure. And while many people will listen to this and say that is get the same number. Please. Ashley, 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 we're losing, we're losing you, we're losing you. Where are you? Hello. Oh, I can't believe I think we lost him. Oh, Ashley. Can you hear me? Can you? Hear me? Oh, I hope he'll call back. I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah, I understand that BBC News is obviously you know a different entity than the BBC, but I think that uh, those of you who remember the conversations with Ashley Blaker was he was in when he was in studio. Uh, I think you um, also were. A bit surprised to find out just how welcoming his fellow writers were, just how welcoming the um, uh, the people who made decisions about the shows that would air, etc., how they were. Ashley, go ahead. Yes. Uh, you know what? They got so annoyed with my answer to BBC, they just pulled the plug. <laughs> no, I think, uh, as I was gonna say, firstly, you're talking about BBC News right. there anyway. So right. uh, that, that is a, you know, it's a very specific news-based thing. But I think I said this last time. It's like all these things. You would probably find the exact same number of com- people people complaining, saying that they are too pro-Israel and anti-Palestinian. Right. These things are so often held, you know, that the eye of the beholder takes things in a certain way. It, 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 it is amazing how many times you see that. 
but when you it comes the same number of complaints but, on both but, sides. But when it comes to BBC Entertainment, you have such a great relationship with the writers and the people who are picking up your show. Obviously, you know, want to encourage people to listen to you know a show about Orthodox. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm saying hundred percent. So. This isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and look, I, I should say this. What I one thing I'm really pleased with this show as well is that there's Judaism throughout it, and it's mentioned. Uh, and my rabbi, like, is a character, and there's, dif- you know, there's different um, allusions to Judaism throughout. A part, the first episode has a, a little bit of discussion about Jewish life, just insofar as having lots of children. But thereafter, it really is barely mentioned, just like in passing. And I don't think there's enough of that. I think that something that I really think you don't see enough is, is like Orthodox Jews just doing something and they just happen to be Orthodox Jews. Right. You know, normally it's like there has to be a program about Judaism. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drama about uh, someone who's Jewish or someone who's Orthodox or something who used to be Orthodox. Why not just do a thing and it just happens to be the case, you know? Yeah, well... Like you don't have to, have to be that thing. So that's something that I'm really pleased with this show. It's just here is a Jewish person just doing a comedy show the fact it can just it can exist well without asking you your impressions of that new netflix series it sounds like i've gotten your impressions of that new netflix series no i I haven't watched it yet and i I, uh uh, but i mean that that but that's what i mean it's like and that's fine i I don't look it's just about one person it's about one person or one family i don't it's it's doesn't take you i don't get too excited about these things and a lot of people get very uh, upset about these kind of things, and they particularly bother me. But I, what I don't feel that you see enough of right. is just here is a very obviously Jewish person or a very obviously from person just doing their thing, uh, which isn't they're on TV or they're on, you know, and it's not actually talking about Judith. Right. You don't see that. In fact, I was I the times that I've been on TV not talking about that, talking about something else. People have said to me, they've never seen that. You just don't see that. If you see someone who looks from on TV, they're either talking about anti-Semitism or they're talking about, they're explaining Judaism. Right. Uh, what happened? Why couldn't England hit more free kicks and beat Italy? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they, but I, this is, a, again, a very difficult one to explain to someone who comes from outside of England. We have such tribal, when it comes to soccer in the UK, we have such tribal uh, affiliations. So that for me, I don't follow England. I don't care about England. Not, you know, so a lot of Americans said, oh, I'm so sorry your team lost. They're not my team because I support Liverpool. And, and if any player who doesn't play for my team, I, I can't support a team with them in it. It's, I'm trying it's, to. It's, I'm trying to think of a it's comparison. Very hard to explain. I'm a Yankee fan. No, well, I'm a Yankee fan. But, I'm a Yankee fan, but I would root right. for the USA in the baseball Olympics. Right, I know because it's because because exactly because they don't have that tribal culture of, wow. of uh, we are just so like it is just in our blood. To yeah, I I, I just it's very very hard to explain. Outside, because Americans, yeah, you don't really have international sports so much. I, mean, I know they have. Right. The, you you might have the Olympics when they'll have like the basketball players come right. together. But it's not quite the same. Yeah, and, yeah. By, and, so, by, and how's your basketball team going? You were getting very excited about the. Uh, I remember the was it the YU team were doing very well the last time I was. I guess they since 
the pandemic, they've had to stop. Is that right? It's so funny you mentioned that because um, if you visited us, which I believe you did in January of 2020, they were on an incredible winning streak, which is still going on because they have not lost. Uh, well, obviously they haven't lost since then because they haven't played since then, but uh, uh, they were advancing in the playoffs. It looked like they were heading to the what we call the Sweet 16 in Division Three. And then, of course, the uh, plug got pulled on everything. But it's it's fascinating to remember. That's my tribal uh, following, the Yeshiva University uh, Maccabees. <laughs> right, exactly. So there you go. I remember that. These are the things I remember. I remember that and food. Do you remember the food you told me to get in Bar Park? Yeah, but it wasn't Bar Park. I told you to get Grill on Lee, didn't I? Wasn't no. it? Well, oh, well, didn't I tell, what was it? Didn't I tell you to go to Grill on Lee in Williamsburg? Wasn't that the place? Oh, um, maybe I yeah. on, uh, I I was on Thirteenth Avenue. I have a new place. For, um, I have a I have a new Lossies. place. Lossies. Oh, on, uh, yes, Lossies. Lossies on New Utrecht. Yes, went to Lossies. Yes, the new New Utrecht on Thirteenth Avenue. Yes. The, oh the my there. gosh, is that good food? Oh, is that good food? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you're taking my yeah. recommendations. I have a new one for you. Next time you're in Queens, you have to go into Mechie's. At Aaron's Casino Farms, you'll have the perfect potato kugel, but I'll save that for next the next discussion. Please, God. <laughs> I've completely forgotten. What was the name? What was the name of that dish that I bought there? What was it? I've actually forgotten already. You mean Yapchik? Oh, the Yapchik. That was it. Yapchik. Yeah, the Yapchik. Yeah, because I've never seen that here. I just, I don't know. I mean, you must be able to get it in Stamford Hill or whatever. But yeah, the Yapchik. And I, I, so I, I just, you didn't tell me to go to Lozzie's. You told me to get the Yapchik. And I happened to be on 13th Avenue. Right. And I wandered into Lozzie's. And I bought this fabulous Yapchik. It was absolutely wonderful. You're telling me if you go to Golders Green, there's an old Yapchik? I never, I, I don't know. I've never heard of Yapchik. Wow. You, you, you were the one who told me. I gotta, I gotta postpone my trip. I, I gotta I, postpone my trip to the UK now. No, you need to bring the yapchik with oh, you. You need to bring it forward. Actually, it's, it's <laughs> Just a good bring idea. two suitcases full of yapchik. <laughs> no. Like a pied piper walking down the Golden Screen Road. Everyone following you going, what's that smell? <laughs> the piping hot piper may be more like it. Uh, the one and only Ashley Blaker. Check out his new series, 6.5 Children. And look forward to hopefully, hopefully, October, November, December, hopefully, in 2021, he'll be here live and in person, not just with us, but touring in the United States. Go to AshleyBlaker.com, AshleyBlaker.com. Ashley, I'm going to take this opportunity and wish you a Shana Tova. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, absolutely, and to you. Have a, a good you and uh, I look forward to seeing you and Miriam and everyone else, and Avrami back in person at some point soon. Please, God, we're looking forward to it, believe you me. More coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world the web at Nahum Single.com and the Nahum Single Network and of course on the beloved NSN app.